Supernatural's 15th and final season is winding down on Thursday evenings now through November 19th. And on Thursdays, I'll be dropping bonus episodes with some of my SPN family members. I hope you enjoy. Puget sounds good. With Jamie Kolacek. The first picture evidence I have of meeting Jules was a blurry face in a flower crown photobombing my selfie with Brianna Buckmaster, an actress who played a sheriff on Supernatural. I met Jules in some meet and greets at my first convention in Vancouver and felt an immediate kinship with a pink-haired woman who was just as big and loud as I was. Her hair has been all the colors of the rainbow since then, and she's always used her big voice to tell amazing stories and speak up for others. She also definitely is a super fan, and I'm a super big fan of hers. So say hello to Jules all the way from Australia. So when did I discover Supernatural? So Supernatural... um, started on television here in Australia in um, January of 2006, so halfway through season season one airing in in the States. And um, Mm -hmm. it caught my attention because they advertised it, not entirely truthfully, as uh, from the producers of The X-Files. Oh, yeah. So um, that that bit of liberal marketing uh, got my attention because I was a big X-Files fan and I'm a big horror fan, so um, Mm -hmm. it certainly looked good uh, from that point of view. And I knew Jensen from Dark Angel. uh, Yeah. Uh, which I'd been a, uh, also been a big fan of. So um, I tuned in and they actually played the pilot twice in the same week when they aired it and I watched it both times and was basically hooked <laughs> from the beginning. Yeah. Um, because it had it had things I like, like um, the, the horror, horror theme was the thing that really got me in. The lead characters obviously immediately piqued my interest and it had mm-hmm. pop references which I'm a big sucker for and I'm a big sucker for sort of meta stuff and the fact that they like referenced the X-Files in the pilot I like oh I love this Um, and I was already sort of in fandom spaces if you like and I was on live journal so it took me you know, it only took me about three and a half minutes to to hunt down the, uh, you know, a couple of weeks after I started watching, I hunted down the fandom, which at that point had been going for, you know, nearly, I suppose, five, five, six months almost. Yeah. And it was already huge and it was all, there was already, you know, heaps of fanfic and um, and art and there were communities discussing all the themes of the show. And yeah. And um, so I just really fell fell headlong <laughs> into yeah into that, and I was like, you know, and I think that's um, that's probably more common these days. But you know, back then, if you weren't really, or well, I should say, fandoms more uh, accessible, you know, in in those yes. you know, yeah. fifteen yeah. twenty years ago, you sort of had to be, you had to find that part of fandom, you know, because you had to be yeah. like, find the message boards or you had to be on live journal and know how it worked and where to find stuff. Yep. And so yeah. um, I, I, I was lucky that I knew all that. I was also on um, a couple of other 
uh, you know, message boards and websites like Television Without Pity, um, which... Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Were you... Yeah, I did. I wasn't in, I wasn't on it. Like I didn't have an account or anything like that. But um, I remember like, you know, different links that would lead to it. And there would be like a little article or things like that. Yeah, yeah it, it was a um, uh, a very snarky website. So they, they, yeah. they did very funny snarky reviews of heaps of TV um, yeah. and had um, message boards with a, a high reputation for you get, for kicking people off. I think I got banned twice for <laughs> who knows what. They were they were yeah. rather wild uh, message boards. But a lot of the early fandom stuff, um, you know, they were very influential in the early days of Supernatural fandom um, as, as yeah. well. Um, so it was just, it was so fun. Like, as I said, it was like, it was like turning up, at the right point of a party when it's just started and yeah. you get to meet everyone else who's just turned up and everyone's having a good time. Yeah. Um, how long after you'd been, um, like, in the fandom spaces for Supernatural did you start the Super Wiki? Well, I didn't actually start it. Um, I, I know I've become... Um, obviously very associated with it but it was actually started entirely coincidentally by uh, another fan uh, Emily who actually lives in the same city as I do but I didn't know and she actually started a website called Super Canon and back in the beginning the Warner Brothers had a website for Supernatural and every week they would it was set up like the Impala and you could click on the trunk of the Impala and you could go into the front seat and there'd be little notebooks <laughs> and they would yeah. it was at a time, um, for people who don't know, like around two thousand and four and five is when T V was really discovering the internet. And so yeah. shows like um particularly shows like Heroes and Lost were really leveraging off that fan engagement, audience engagement through in- internet sites. So Heroes had um like a, a live comic online um that tied in with the series. Lost of course had a million things about all the um all the hidden, you know, messages yeah. and things that were going, on, things were going yeah. on in Lost. And so that that it was part of that. And um, so one thing Emily wanted to do with the website was sort of transcribe uh, with Supercanon was transcribed the things that were on the website because it had it had things like, you know, what's a Wendigo and, you know, what's yeah. in John's journal this week. And um, <laughs> I, I came I came across that she was looking for fans to transcribe some of the stuff from the website. So um, I, I started doing a bit of that. And then um, at the end of season one, uh, Emily, who'd been uh, around fandom um for, for quite a while she actually wrote an honors thesis on uh, supernatural i think she was probably one of the first academics to do that um i love that but um she was she she soon re- she was very into fanfic she'd come from lord of the rings fandom uh, and mm. was very much realized that you know there was a lot of people doing a lot of stuff for supernatural and that a wiki style website would be a great way for a you know, a whole lot of people to have input into a website. And there's also the practicalities that if it's just you, you and your mates, there's only so much you can do. Um, And remember, this is not long after Wikipedia was established. So Wikisite quite new. Um, I mean, YouTube was only 
a couple of years old at this point. Every, every yeah, was was there was just cat videos yeah. at that point. So she she set up uh, the changed the site over to a wiki site, and I sort of got involved in um, in adding content, and then. Um, uh, probably within a year was part of the admin group, which was made up of mm -hmm. people from all around the world. So we had someone from Germany and England and the US and Australia. And that group sort of really ran the site for the first uh, few seasons. And then as, mm -hmm. as fans do, everyone moved on except me. <laughs> <laughs> so really by about season four, I was sort of, um, you know, the the last of the original group left standing. I'm still very good friends with Emily, and she stayed um, uh, sort of involved behind the scenes with the website, um, particularly helping out tech support in the early days uh, until we got so big that we had to employ an IT company to, um, to actually do yeah. the tech support. So that's sort of our um, our origin story. I think the thing that really attracted yeah. me to the wiki model she set up, um, which still makes us stand out from most other wikis, is that she always wanted to have fandom content alongside show content. So, yeah, and, yeah. So right from the beginning we had, you know, entries on ships and fanfic and fan art and, um, and we, yeah. you know, mix those up. So you could go to an episode entry and it would have all the stuff about the episode, but it would have a link to, say, fan a fan review or, you know, a character page would link to an RP account on wherever. So I always yeah. liked yeah. that um, it wasn't seen as, oh, it's all about the show. It was about the show and fandom and, and, and certainly I, I've i always said fandom is my fandom. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't yes. know who coined that, but it's uh, certainly been my mantra because uh, I love fandom and I love um, the you know just the crazy creativity and um, wonderful things fandom gets up to. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing is like you know a show a show can go on for a little while just on the power of who's paying the bills and you know actors and producers and all these people, but like the real staying power of of a show or a movie or you know a book or whatever in like the conscious of society depends on like just regular people oh, for sure. staying interested and being friends with other friends that are interested and like generating all of that extra content that just like keeps breathing life into into you know what would just be a story I yeah guess. and i think um, um you know certainly with supernatural when people every everyone on every show always says we wouldn't be here without the fans or whatever which is true and i think yeah. it's particularly yeah. and certainly the corporations have realized this in the last decade it's engaged fandom it's what known yes. in the traps yeah. as transformative fandom the fans writing fanfic and making fan art and running websites and 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 you know, crocheting impalas and everything. Yeah. It's, it's those fans early on. Or embroidering. As, as it, or embroidering as you do. Um, <laughs> it's those fans. And certainly with Supernatural, it was that fandom early on that both raised the profile and um, made Supernatural, I think, from what, you know, could have been a, a show that disappeared without a trace to what it is. And we were lucky that we had people 
running and working on the show who were you know, basically fans as well, which is why there became yeah. such an intersection and we ended up with fans, you know, fan references on the show and that we had yeah. that yeah. whole integration in a way that had never really been seen on any genre show before. We've had fans, if you like, represented on shows, but we'd never had a show that actually represented its own specific fandom. Lover or hater, Becky is us. You know, she's the good, yeah, she's the, good exactly. the bad and the ugly of us and specifically us and, a, and an episode like fan fiction. That came about because yep. the people making the show knew us so well. Um, and also exactly. knew that we yeah. would get that and the same that the way they could do an episode like um, The French Mistake, they wouldn't have done that if they didn't know how obsessed we were with the show. Not, not just oh, watching yeah. it, but the fact that we were documenting things, the fact that we knew who the, you know, assistant director was or, you know, we would, get, yeah. we would to a certain <laughs> level get all those in-jokes. So I think that's, you know, when people talk about what makes Supernatural special or different, I think it's sort of we had some people on both sides of the curtain, if you like, who were, were yeah. in, you know, who were fans. Yeah, I love that. And I think I, I was, um, you know, Eric Kripke's having great success with his series The Boys at the moment. And one thing he did yeah. in season two, which apparently has doubled its audience, was he insisted to Amazon that they move from the dropping the whole season at once model to doing it week by week, which apparently they were resistant to. And he's like, no, if you do it week by week, it gives the fans a chance to engage, to talk about the show, to, you know, to have all that fandom drama and explanation yeah. and all that stuff that certainly makes for a more engaged fandom than a show that drops, you know, on one day. But also, and I'm, I'm projecting here probably, I think Kripke loves looking at the internet and seeing all the discussion and arguments because <laughs> it speaks to the fanboy in him. Oh, yeah. And I mean, and you don't have to have your tin hat on to, to see that either because he's written yeah. so much into his shows that that you see that lens you see that lens when he's writing. It just, yeah. So that was how the, uh, that was, uh, I suppose that's my, um, also my wiki origin story. And so now we've been going since, well, 15 years, I suppose. And um, yeah, which is pretty extraordinary for any fandom project. Um, and uh, it's uh, been pretty wonderful thing to be a part of. What's some of the coolest stuff you've um, you've gotten to do, or people that you've met because of uh, the Super Wiki? Look, I think you know at the beginning, at, at, so, like someone tweeted me the other day, they'd only got into the show I think a year ago, and they were just saying how um, I can't remember how old they were, but say they were in their twenties, and they were saying how it was really useful on the episode entries that we sort of decode pop culture references and stuff like that because 15 years ago they were five years old. So they don't, they didn't get the references to, oh, what's her name? Oh, was it Lonely Girl 23 who was like one of the first YouTube sensations or, yeah, um, yeah. you know, or an, even an ad that was on TV at the time and, and they were like, oh, you know, there's yeah. so much more I get when I understand, you know, those 
those references. And that's one reason I really got into it because I think being from Australia, um, you know, there's often US references in TV shows that people from other countries just won't get, whether it's a, you know, a reference yeah, to another yeah, TV show yeah. or an ad or a product or something. And so I always like doing that because it just just means you feel more part of it if you know that Elpo's a dog food or whatever. Um, yeah, so yeah. that that always, you know, anyone who says that the wiki has helped them like enjoyed the show more and always people yeah. who talk about, you know, oh, I use it for my, you know, role play account or um, I couldn't have written my Big Bang fic without it. And and I suppose at the beginning, you know, just go back a step, is all the fans who've been part of creating the wiki. Um, It's one of those things uh, I never forget. Someone said to me once, I love being part of the wiki because I feel that, you know, I can do something and it makes a significant contribution to the wiki because it's not that huge but it's also big enough that I feel like I'm contributing to something that's really significant in the fandom and it's a it's a nice space for people it's very um unregimented you can can come in and if 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 what you want to do is go through and correct commas throughout the wiki you can do that if you want to put in a yeah. You know, tr- translate all the Latin exorcisms, you can do that. If you want to count the reference, you know, put in uh, all the Simpsons quotes in an entry, you can do that. And yeah. you can do as much or as little as you like. And and it's, it's um, I, I'm there really to help people work out how to use it, get involved. And, um, you know, I obviously do things like, you know, fact-checking and... Uh, um, you know, making sure the style is sort of consistent throughout. But, you know, just ha- just yeah. knowing that it's part of people's fandom enjoyment is feeling that they're part of having created this incredible resource. And then I suppose um, going back to what I was saying before, the other wonderful thing is that fandom has created a resource that ended up being used by the show itself. Um, and that's, yeah. that's, you know, I think, it, again, it reflects Supernatural that... Um, you know, uh, I have had feedback from everyone from uh, certainly in the, the art department and, and production design, the writers. I've had actors who've like, I got cast as a reaper and I've no idea what that was, so I went to the wiki to look it up. <laughs> um, yeah, I've had more that, than one, yeah. uh, one actor who said it was part of their, their audition prep was like, what the I've never seen this show. What's it about? And who who is this uh, creature I'm playing? Um, and and yeah. so that's you know that's always uh, gratifying. Obviously, not the you know wasn't what the site was set up for, but to know that um, uh, it, it's become a, a resource you know for the show itself. I, I love in that exchange yeah. that fandoms created something that that gets used you know, by the show. And um, so anytime I, I get that that sort of feedback is wonderful. And obviously I it's led to me doing things like uh, both at Comic-Con and in Vancouver, um, organising get-togethers with some of the crew um, and fans. So cool, um, yeah. And that's, you know, I think I've, I've been involved in about oh, how many? I think we did four, three or four at Comic-Con and, half a dozen in Vancouver and, you know, look, there's, yep. 
we we talk about SPN family and they're the nights when I really feel that when you've got a whole lot of people who are just passionate about something and some of them watch it and some of them yep. make it. But on that, you know, on those occasions, those lines just sort of blur and uh, everyone's there because of Supernatural and um, being able to be, you know, part of facilitating you know, um, having a group of fans get together and listen to Jerry Wanock tell stories about, you know, designing everything on Supernatural and working with, you know, uh, Jared and Jensen and Misha over 15 years has, has, you know, it's just yeah. a delight. And I think, again, there's so many people who work on the show who've who've loved to have that connection with um, with the fans. And, again, a, 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 it's a rare thing that for any show, no matter how um, obsessed the fandom is, it's only a few sort of properties, if you like, where people actually care about who, you know, who the cinematographer is or the directors or the, let alone, let alone yeah. the assistant directors and the, the art department and people know who, who wrangles the cars on the show or something. So... That's yeah, pretty. Yeah. That's pretty unique. Um, uh, I think there's probably only yeah. a, you know, a, a couple of shows that have ever been like that. And um, we were lucky, I suppose, uh, having the conventions again, and having them in places like Vancouver gave us that opportunity to, you know, watch them filming the show and um, and and, yeah. and have more interaction as well. Yeah. When was um when was what was the first convention that you went to for Supernatural? Was it in Australia or was it? Well, the, no, the very first one I went to was actually um, Winchester Con, which was um, a fan run convention that started in two thousand and six. The first one was in Nashville, and I went to the second one in LA in two thousand and seven. So that was entirely fans. Mm -hmm. um, we had panels, we had a party on the Saturday night, we did various things, but it was just fans. Um, and that, yeah. you can imagine, it was a bit a bit scary coming all the way from Australia to meet these people who most, I think nearly all of them, I didn't even know their people's actual names. I only knew their live journal yeah. names. <laughs> and I kept thinking, oh, my yeah. God, if I if this is all terrible and, and scary and, and I can't take it, at least I can just take off my name tag and no one will know who I am and I can run off. Run away, but that was a, I don't know the the LAX Hilton or whatever, and it was amazing. It was just you know yeah. being able to meet my favourite fanfic authors and um, you know go to panels arguing about whether John Winchester was a bad dad or not. And, um, <laughs> well, still I, about I, re that. I remember vividly Jamie walking out of that panel and saying to a couple a couple of us standing around going. Oh God! Like you know, the guy's been dead for a year, and we're still arguing about it. And now I'm back, and we never stop. Yeah, um, no. I mean, honestly, it's almost like it's almost like arguing about like a friend's <laughs> ex or or like someone's relative because like it feels like it's still such a part of of everything yeah. that's happening now. You know. Um, so so oh I actually so then, went to those conventions for about four years. Um, they were in a different city each year. Yeah. And, again, it was what I loved about the show because I love fandom and so, we, you know, it was um, it was uh, all about the, you know, fanfic, fan art and fan everything side of things as much as it was about the show. And, and they just had a particular flavour of being um, 
not snarky, but we were we were we were mocking ourselves a lot. We used to have an event called Bad Fic Idol, where over, over the weekend you'd get together <laughs> with a group of friends and write a short, deliberately terrible fanfic, and then we would we, we would oh, they would be man. read out in front of the audience and voted on like um like American Idol, and. Um, those sort of things were just, and we had, I I instituted a tin hat parade where we literally made tin hats out of aluminum foil. Um, so those sort of things that, you know, because I always think, you know, you've you've got to laugh at ourselves because it, it, you know, I love our obsession and our passion and, and it is also ridiculous and I Oh, that about, I love oh, that about 100%, it. Yeah. And then by about 2010, 11, <clears throat> again, as it happens, a lot of the fans who'd started in this, uh, in, in WinCon, which got sort of 150, 200 people each year, um, were going on to other fandoms. Bandom had turned up and other shows. Mm -hmm. And the, fan, oh, the, yeah. the conventions kept going, um, but they became more multi fandom. And, and my. My my main mm -hmm. love was still supernatural, and so that's when I started. Uh, I think two thousand and twelve ish, thirteen, um, somewhere around there. Uh, started going to um, the creation conventions, and um, decided that I'd go to Vancouver because that's where the show filmed. And then, and other, I've only ever I went to the Vegas con and uh, Hawaii, but that I've always seen, you know, Vancouver's my convention. I was ride or die Vancouver con. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've been back there and, and luckily again, uh, had fans that I knew who lived in Vancouver and have made, you know, made friends there. So it, it, it became a reason to go to Vancouver as well as the conventions. And I think Vancouver particularly, probably a bit like Vegas, um, but particularly because the show films there got a lot of overseas fans and a lot of fans who would either come mm -hmm. yeah. the week before or stay the week after, um, which was great because, you know, one thing I find frustrating about conventions is sort of, you know, most people for very good reasons fly in, fly out for the convention. And, you know, there's so, um, there's such a, a hothouse and there's so much going on. And, and sometimes you realize you've hardly said two sentences to someone that you really want to sit down and, and have a good old yarn yeah. with. And, that's one thing I liked about Vancouver was there was usually that time before and after the convention of people hanging around and that's when you'd go for the long lunches or, you know, drink in your room all afternoon or whatever. Yeah. Or go out to watch filming or go to a touristy thing in Vancouver or whatever. But for me that really, um, you know, solidified some of my relationships and, and, and with other fans and, and gave me a chance to, um, you know, really, really hang out with people. And, and that's why I've kept going back, you know, well, there's many reasons to go to Vancouver, but that's that's certainly been one of them. Yeah, yeah. And, um, like, what are your, what are, do you have any plans? I mean, you can't go anywhere right now, obviously. Um, but what are your plans for the for the series? Oh, uh, well, yes, I, I can't even, I can't even go to a friend's place to watch it at the moment. Uh, so, yes, yeah. so I, I'll be watching the series finale on my own. Um, and what, what I normally do is go into a cone of silence until I can, um, let's say, achieve a copy of the episode. <laughs> um, so it airs, it airs yeah. during Friday, during the day here, if you like. It, 
I mean, it, it's airing in the US during the day um, here. So I'll get, I'll go Ooh. offline so I don't get spoiled and then I'll get a copy and watch it on my own without any devices and then I'll go online and um, dive into whatever's happening there. <laughs> I may yeah. run away yeah. very quickly. <laughs> the fallout. <laughs> oh my goodness yeah I just I think it's you know Venetia and I were talking about it it's it's really sad that we won't all get to be together to to experience yeah, that you yeah. know um it's been such a long exactly. time exactly I mean I'm really hoping that um you know the Jaron Jensen and Misha will get a chance to maybe with creation or, or you know it'd be it'd be great if they could do something online not long after the finale because I think that's something we all miss. I mean, normally yeah. with with a convention every six weeks, we're so used to having that contact and feedback from the actors, and I I, I think that will be the thing I'll really feel the the lack of is. Um, don't get to hear yeah. what they thought about it and scream our reactions back at them. <laughs> but, yeah, so I'm, I'm hoping we'll get something like that. Um, I'm sure, and I, I mean, obviously there's going to be lots of interviews and publicity leading up to the, the end as well, but I'm hoping that after the finale we'll get, get some stuff as well um, would be good. And <laughs> felt the lack of conventions. I mean, I, I only you know, only, but I get to go to one a year and, um, but, you know, they're online all the time, of course, and people are talking about them and, and, and I think that's certainly not added to um, uh, this being a good year, not having the convention. And, of course, for yeah, a lot of us, yeah. including, you know, the convention companies, the planning is, is just impossible at the moment and I really feel for for them because yeah. um, the future is so uncertain. So I haven't got anything booked for next year at the moment. Uh, we, you know, know yeah. at, the, at this point, even the in, you know, we don't know when the international borders are going to open up for Australia again. So I would love to go to Vancouver next year. Um, I would love to go to New Orleans. That was one I really wanted to go to as well. Um, oh, yeah. you know, there's no point yeah. in me. Uh, I'm not going to plan for anything until I've got at least a, at least a, a 5% certainty that I'm okay there. Um, yeah. <laughs> we will have those, um, you know, for a good while to come. And, um, uh, you know, and I've always been pleased that um, that's something, you know, the wiki has become a sort of central repository for the coverage of the conventions, which, you know, when they started, you were you had to wait days till someone posted on their blog what happened. Uh, and then I remember, you yeah, know, yeah. really you know, Twitter was the thing that changed that experience as well as people having really good video cameras in their phones. But, you know, um, yep. I, I think yep. now it's like, you know, it, it's almost like it being live streamed. It's, um, you know, people's video. I I still have trouble sometimes trying to remember <laughs> if I was at the convention where something happened or if I just read about it so many times and it became like such exactly. a part of the fandom, like, hive mind that I'm like, <laughs> I don't remember if I was at that one. <laughs> and, of course, when you're, even when you are there, watching a panel online is such a different experience because when you're there, often you're caught up in the moment or what you're talking 
talking to your friends about, yes. you know, you might have had a particular joke running or something during that panel and then and, and you don't even remember half of what they yep. said. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my gosh. No, there was, there was one, I don't remember what it was. It was some, like, joke at... Um, it was Vancouver, Seattle, I can't remember. And, um, but like I was sitting next to Krista and she was like cracking jokes left and right. And I like missed <laughs> a bunch because <laughs> she, she was talking and it was great. Like I do not regret at all the conversation with Krista. But then later when people were like, oh yeah, that was so funny when that happened. Or I'm like, what happened? <laughs> uh, again, though, I mean, I think one of the wonderful things about and what you're alluding to too is for even people who've never been to a convention are still part of that culture and of course it's and it's yes, allowed yes. those things the the jokes that happen in panels and you know things like when when rich used to do his rules and regulations and the friday people thing a whole lot of um, uh, yeah. and his influence. Um, you know, there's a whole lot of things that um, <laughs> have then spread through fandom culture, which I think has really stopped it being a, um, you know, it could have been a very big divide between, oh, uh, people who went to conventions. And back yeah. in the day it would have been because, as I said, you, you'd only get, you know, written blogs and things. Yeah, and so I think content. that that's yeah. been a wonderful thing, and certainly, you know, um, <laughs> many years of waking up in the middle of the night to, you know, watch watch a panel or something because I was excited for it, and I'm in Australia, yeah. and um, it, even if I'm not, sorry, not watching it, but following it on Twitter, um, that's that's a wonder, you know, it's a wonderful thing, and I think we've again been uh, lucky. And it comes back to the also the generosity of so many fans in in sharing their videos and um, and tweeting. I am absolutely, yeah. I cannot live tweet during a panel. If I can get out like one or two tweets, I'll be lucky. I just my brain doesn't work that way, so I'm in awe who can do it. No, I, yeah, I do not yeah. have the, well, either a good enough seat or the technical expertise to video other things. But we all, we all bring our own things we to the fandom. So, yeah. um, I remember, you know, back when we started collating links and stuff on the wiki um, for the Chicago, for Chicago Con and um, it, it just watching the page count go up into the tens of thousands as people were like, oh, I can go here and find all the all the coverage and everything. And that was a real sort of um, light bulb moment for me about, you know, another another role that the Super Wiki could have. And I think as we go forward too, it's, it, you know, it contains so much history and it's where people can go back and find, um, find out links to, you know, coverage or video from old cons or old interviews or whatever it is. And uh, delve yeah. into that. Uh, it, it does remind me, though, of the um, ephemeral nature of a lot of digital stuff because, you know, time and time again I'll be finding dead links on the wiki and, and they, they bring things to fan accounts yeah. but also to media sites, you know, sites that were really big 10 years ago that disappear and, uh, again, going back to television without pity, when it got closed down, they didn't keep an archive and so all that content got lost. And that's, that's really, really yeah, sad. And I'm glad so we sad. kept and transcribed some of that onto the wiki because, you know, it's um, it's losing part of our history when that goes. And 
you know, I certainly will be doing more going yep. forward and I've already, you know, I've already been doing it, but really encouraging people who uh, have got big, pro, you know, projects or things that they've, uh, fan um, activities they've hosted on Tumblr or something to, you know, if people want to put that onto the wiki for, pros uh, you know, for the future generations of natural fans, I'm, you know, we're more yeah. than happy to host those sort of things so that people can find them and, um and enjoy them going going forward because um, we have become a phenomenon and, um, you know, the fact that people are still joining the fandom and the show now is, is not going to stop. And uh, I, I hope that, uh, you know, yeah. that the wiki will always, um, you know, have that role. And even going back and looking at episodes and, and going, oh, who was live tweeting that night or, oh, that's the episode where Misha tweeted out this or whatever. Um, yeah, you know, I, for me yeah. anyway, is um, you know, it's part of being nerdy about things. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, so what else? What else have you got? Have you you haven't gotten into anything else as deeply as you got into Supernatural? But is there other stuff that um? that has caught your fancy um, look, in the last few years? I'm, I'm certainly nothing as deeply as Supernatural, but I'm a great consumer of, of, of books and movies and, and TV. And um, I did get into uh, comics a bit in the last decade, um, which has been a new interest. Um, but, yeah, I haven't haven't found anything that I've um, wanted to, to, you know, dive into as deeply. But I'm often puddling around the fringes of fandoms. I mean, like many of us, um, when my friends get into fandoms, you absorb them by osmosis timeline. Um, oh, yeah. I, I, I know a lot of stuff about <laughs> fandoms I've never been in, and I love that. Um, I, You know, yeah. um, I've had a, a friend recently who's been involved in a whole lot of Merlin stuff on her timeline, and she's like, oh, I hope I'm not annoying you with this. I'm like, no, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> no it's so funny there's uh one of my group chats one of the girls is like really into timothy chalamet and like all of the outer fringes of all the drama going on in his life and i'm like i don't even <laughs> think i've seen any of his movies but like i enjoy it you know <laughs> like uh, it's like having like a younger cousin somewhere where i'm like i hope he's doing well you know <laughs> exactly like, it's just um you know like that passion <laughs> is so contagious and so much fun to see when people are experiencing it, even if it's like, you know, I'm I'm experiencing it vicariously because I am not going to go watch that show or that movie or read that book. But like, I love hearing about it. It's just like, um, you know, it's one of the things that makes us human. And it's so much fun to see somebody exactly. else. Enjoying and, and going back to way. my, you know, yeah. fandom is my fandom, um, you know, it even if it's a while before yeah. I, you know, really fall deep into another show, I will be fanish about, um, you know, other shows. I mean, even watching The Boys recently, I had to go and look up. They have a wiki on the, you know, that site fandom. Um, and I was really disappointed because they weren't transcribing all the little Easter eggs that are in all the episodes and pop culture references. <laughs> I, I really want to dive in here. Exactly standard. <laughs> Um, another show I'm, I'm quite obsessed with at the moment is Lovecraft Country. Um, 
yeah, and I'm, so I'm lucky enough. I had actually read the the book by Matt Ruff when it when it came out, and um, so I was already very keen, mm. and also tentacles. So that um, had. <laughs> Um, but I'm lucky enough that it airs here on a Monday night and the, I listen to a podcast called the Safe Negro Podcast, which is by um, people from For All Nerds, mm-hmm. which is a podcast from the point of view of people of colour, and they're doing one for Lovecraft Country. Yeah. And it's absolutely amazing. So I get to watch the show and then I, then I listen to that podcast. I then that I listen out. to the official podcast. But it's the sort of stuff I love because it's a very <laughs> layered show in terms of particularly, um, you know, in black culture and black history, um, but also it's, it's um, yep. you know, it's meta storytelling in, in terms of what it's it's telling about the past and the present. Um, it, it's both, you know, yeah. intimate personal and character-driven stories as well as being hugely political. Um, so, and it's got tentacle monsters so like it, it hits all my buttons yes I am quite obsessed with that at the moment but you know there is more tv around at the moment than any human can watch um so I'm always discovering yeah. you know shows that people are telling me I need to watch and I'm always saying oh, I'll put it on my list um surprisingly during all this lockdown <laughs> and quarantine I am um, uh, I haven't been watching as as much as I thought I might. I, for whatever reason, just haven't really been in that that headspace. Um, the the wiki is always good yeah. for me. Um, I do liken it to uh, you would relate to doing, um, you know, embroidery or knitting or one of those things where you can do something that really yeah. tightly yeah. focuses you, and bl- you d- you're not thinking about anything yep. except that thing you're doing and then a couple of hours later you sort of come out of that and you've created something <laughs> and I think it fits my, yes, my needs yes. for a bit of a uh, you know a dopamine hit from having produced something but often I, I can do stuff on the wiki it's not always using my higher brain it might be reformatting something or um yeah, I've just put together a page about Stephen King references in Supernatural. And that was just, yeah, very satisfying, but a lot of just searching through transcripts and stuff like that. Um, but that's that's always something I can come back to. And um, uh, amazingly, um, I still find a great deal of satisfaction about working on the wiki and, um, uh, yeah, it... it, it is both a both a creative and a meditative out uh, outlet for me. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Um, <sighs> like, I'm just satisfied. Like, just <laughs> even thinking about it, because like that is like that's that's such. I mean, gosh, what was that guy? Dan Pink, I think he did um, like all those TED talks and and like. Um, YouTube videos and things like that okay. talking about like what motivates people and that's like literally he even used a wiki as as an example where it's like it's something that takes skill it's something that we do longer and we get better at it and it's something that we like self-motivate and do it and like we, we have yeah. mastery of our own time and dedication to it and it's like yeah like it's such a it's such a like human brain thing to try and like get better at something and do something that lets us be creative and, and like, you know, just yeah, methodical and, and at the same time. Like, um, 
Again, going back to sort of um, areas of craft work, which have been traditionally women's work, if you like, women's occupation. Um, I see, you know, the wiki a lot lot like that. And uh, the fact that you can do it in your own time anywhere these days um, and um, at your own pace and with it, no one else needs to know what you're doing um, is, yeah, is is very satisfying. And going back to to what I said, I, I love the fact that the wiki itself um, even if no one ever read it, it's become uh, a place where pe- it's people's fandom contribution. Because I often hear people say, oh, look, you know, I don't go to conventions or I'm not a photographer or I'm not a writer I don't do art, you know, what is my place in fandom? And and for many people, you know, contributing something to the wiki, um, you know, makes them feel uh, that they're contributing something that otherwise they, you know, might feel that they're, and I, I'm doing air quotes at the moment, which people can't see. Only, only a viewer, <laughs> but that's you know anyone who's engaged in fandom, you know anyone who reads or does anything is is contributing. But I think the wiki does allow um, uh, people with a range of skills. As I said, I, I, you know, if you're a grammar Nazi, please come over to the wiki. We can. I'm I'm terrible <laughs> at detail, so I'm responsible for most of the typos, but. I'm hoping that uh, certainly after the show um, it will be a place where people really want to, uh, you know, again, get engaged, help preserve our history, but also going forward keep keep track of things. We will be having entries on, um, you know, the new whatever new projects. Obviously we know what Jared and Jensen are up to in the near future, but whatever Mish is up to, um, we yeah. have rules in terms of what goes in there. So if you want to, you know, document, you know, Misha's haircut over cuts over the next decade, start your entry. It's, um, I, I, I do like the fact that we're we are quirky. We have entries on chest, you know, the appearance of chest hair and nipples, and um, we have an entry on Jared Padalecki's penis. So you know. Yes, yes. We, we've you managed to, to cover to the major that. ships in, uh, in Destiel and Wincest in Supernatural without it exploding, um, which uh, is, well. <laughs> That's talent. That's talent. You can't even it's, get a it's interesting going without when, it exploding. Yes, yeah. When you welcome everyone, it's hard for people to get cross. Like, it, it's just like that's what yeah. we do. So, um of course, you can never keep everyone happy in fandom, but um, we, I will say that the wiki has been a very non-wanky um, project. Um, the biggest arguments I think we've ever had was what can the cult kill and where in hell geographically is Michael's cage located? I think they were the, the most heated arguments we've had. <laughs> not, 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 you know, is Dean bisexual or anything. It's... it's it, it's the uh, it's the canonical uh, yeah. uh, obscurities that people um, can argue about. So um, I like, and I like that you know we I have been that. able to um, yeah, uh, you know keep as I said uh, all the fandom stuff, um, uh, stuff that some people may not like, but um, that's fine. You can scroll past those pages. Um, but uh, we we yep. document the as I said the, the good the bad the ugly and the rude because you know what's fandom without porn? 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you have to have it. Yes. And all the better when oh, it's documented well. Hopefully this time next year we might be <laughs> up in Vancouver. Um, I I have, for someone who's been there, um, oh, oh, you know, seven times now or something, uh, I have travelled very little outside of the city. Um, so that would be because normally after the convention, as I said, I'm hanging around with people and wondering if filming's going to be around and I'm in bars. Um, so <laughs> I would love I would love to ex certainly explore more of the, uh, the rest of British Columbia. Uh, many years ago, actually, my first trip to Vancouver was last century sometime. Um, when I was a young thing and I was travelling around North America on buses um, and I went to Vancouver then and I went out to um, Vancouver Island and I also went to the San Juan Islands, which um, I absolutely adored. So oh, yeah. uh, I've also not, um, I've never, oh, I've only been through on a bus uh, like Portland and Seattle and um, I definitely want to visit there. I think uh, my hometown of Melbourne, uh, from what I understand, is like a mashup between Portland and Seattle. Um, so... <laughs> Perfect. Well, you ever well, need a my, tour guide, you my know, dream you know plan um, is in the next couple of years would is to travel around, um, probably mainly North America, and um, visit all my fandom friends. Uh, in, in your home, oh I want to gosh, see where people amazing. live. And I, yes, I want you to take me to your favourite brunch spot and um, I want to go and see um, a movie in your theatre and I the want dream. to go and, I don't know, whatever else is good in your part of town. Um, I want to pat people. I want to pat people's <laughs> dogs and poke at their cats. And I would just, there's people I've known online you know, now for 15 years that I've never met. Um, and I would love the chance to do that and, and just the chance. My first trip to the States many years ago, as I said, I travelled around on a bus. I probably wouldn't do a bus these days, but uh, I would just love to be able to get to go to, yeah. to a lot of places and and, uh, and, and visit my friends and um, have long, long rambling conversations. Oh, that sounds <laughs> like heaven. I'm ready. <laughs> thank you to Jules and thank you for listening. Uh, Jules actually just had some really great articles published on witches and mythology and folklore. I'll have that linked in the show notes for this week. And you can always find the super wiki at supernaturalwiki.com.